0: Hello, Spacers. Welcome to Starlight, a space opera. I'm Isaac, your host and GM for the adventures ahead. This show, whether you're watching or listening, is a labor of love and one that we want to make the best for you. So if you can, take a moment to freely subscribe or share however is most comfortable for you. Thanks. Now let's plot a course to Starlight.
1: Following events took place somewhere in warp
0: space between this place and there. Aboard the C2, all is dark, except for the glow of a neon red lava lamp. All is quiet, except for...
2: Hmm, morning meditation complete. Check. Yes, I got breakfast done. Check. And, <gasps> oh, is that bloodstain? Atlas!
3: Like I was saying, Atlas, what's wrong, McKenna? You, you look like you're about to explode.
2: That's because I am about to explode. Atlas got blood all over my hero's journal. Okay,
1: here we go again. We kill things, McKenna. It's what we do. What do you want me to do? Wrap our enemies' wounds after I cut them in half?
2: Yes!
3: Now hold up, hold up. Hero's journal? What in Tarnation is that? Do you actually think you're a hero?
2: <gasps> yes, why wouldn't I? Because, even if I didn't, this journal would certainly help me to become the hero of my own story.
1: Mrs. Rich, please explain.
2: Fine, I will. The Hero's Journal is a beautiful way to practice gratitude and get things done. Look, as you can see in this easily made format, I was able to begin the day just right by following along in their gratitude section. Actually today, I was grateful for you, Atlas.
3: Wow, what an easy way to format your day and increase productivity. Look, I've been writing my to-do list on my arm. Uh, Visit that beautiful old lady at Sanctuary, find horse, learn to dance. I like how you can not only create a schedule and follow the ranking system for the day's most important ones, but the art really makes it like a comic book adventure.
2: I know, isn't the art so cute and fun?
1: Oh. Who cares about cute and fun? The world's made of pain, not cute and fun.
3: Whoa oh boy, now see here. Here's a section you might like. It's goal setting in the short term and the long term. With reflections.
1: Let me see that. Hmm. I hate to say it, but this might have tactical uses. Yes, yes, I need to. I need to fulfill my mission, get stronger, and find my sworn enemy. And the pictures are kinda... Cute and fun. I am spending too much time with them.
2: Ah, uh, hey, um, Atlas, that is my journal. If you can um, get it, um, okay. Well, I guess I can buy a new one.
3: Don't worry about it, McKenna. I'm already it an order for when we get out of hyperspace. It's the Heroes Journal at theheroesjournal.co.
2: That's the one. Do you? Do you think Alice will like me more now that he took mine?
3: Yeah, McKenna. I think you made a real breakthrough. Not. But hey, look! They have an adventure themed one and a magic school themed one.
2: Ooh! Sign me up! Especially for the magic one.
0: Here we go. Roll for initiative. Folks, it's your boy, Isaac Yorks on the mic here, coming in for this. Nah, it's just, I'm kidding. Hey, Isaac Yorks here and the crew of Starlight here to talk to you backstage about some of the things that have transpired. Uh, As usual, I'm joined by two of our cast, and right next to me, I have...
2: Courtney Yorks playing the fabulous, the fantastic, the murderous, the... The the um grudge holding <laughs> ray <laughs> burn, <sighs> and with me, I have the terrible, oh the roaring, the horrific, the treacherous. Been, I've never betrayed anyone. <laughs> 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 My, actually, Alice, no. whoa, 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 whoa! Let him do his
1: thing. I haven't betrayed anyone though. As you, anything, um, you were saying? Yeah, no, I'm Nathan. I play Atlas.
0: <laughs> As for treacherous, there's only one treacherous person and he's not here amongst us. Yep. first
2: stack
0: That's where our conversations begin and I'm sure that's where our conversations oh, might end yeah. if we're not talking about the future. Ah, uh, so, guys, I, I want, like, did I, did I mess up by bringing him on?
2: Um... TBD. If Alice is killed, then yeah. <laughs> uh if Atlas survives, then you just added to Atlas's ego. Unkillable. No.
0: <laughs> true. It's like a it's like another I don't know, what there's like movies where people carry like the ears as the trophy or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just like another notch on his belt or something. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a big it- Yeah. Huge. That is true, it- that is true. <laughs>
2: Do you think Alice survives?
1: Hmm. Possibly. Well, it's, honestly, it's D&D, so we'll see how the roles turn out.
0: Hmm. You know what's sad? an actual note, the fact that you've never kept track of your inspiration, because oh, it's yeah. you know, <laughs> probably in handy right now. When, we were, when I was working on the last episode, Jorstax Wrath, you had said, I don't know how many inspiration I have. So I'm going to have to say I have zero.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) You should have just made up. No, because
1: what if if some fan out there was keeping track, right? And then I said that I had like three or four or five, whatever. They're like, he's lying. He's lying. (laughs) Nathan's a liar.
0: (laughs) He has (laughs) 10.
2: Yeah, he's going to be like, no, no, no." He has like 15 (laughs) that he hasn't been using.
1: I, I truly don't know. I feel like I didn't know if I used them or if I got them, and then I was just like, oh, cool. And then I just completely forgot about them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Honestly, we'll see how the uh, dice roll out. If he dies, he'll become a legend or a myth. If he lives, he'll still become a legend. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> or it, myth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And if, uh, if your G survives, then the legend of lore heavenly oh, yeah. forged <laughs> weapons grows. I'm surprised George stack didn't even um, steal that now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. Were you guys a little bit um, pissed off that Jordan was like, not only did I destroy <laughs> everything, <laughs> but what do I see? Because I'm taking all of it. <laughs> like, what were you in the moment? Or, like, not even just that moment, the whole entire... Let's just say... He was never really an ally, as I have picked his brains a little bit more, but for lack of better words, let's say his betrayal. <laughs> like, what, was, what were you guys thinking about that when he was, like... From the moment he was like, I'm driving the ship in.
2: I honestly couldn't figure out why he was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> like... I was like there's been small things here and there but nothing to like blow everyone up over
1: <laughs> i'd say um when he initially said it i was like i was like okay i mean uh, then i started worrying because i was like I, honestly what was kind of going through my head was I was like i don't think jordan actually realizes how what this will actually end up being in my head the whole time i literally was saying it over again i was like we're gonna die i was like we are honestly gonna die like, it is a whole spaceship going through a building. Like, we are going to die. With all the, like, chemicals, all the explosions, like, like electricals, like, we're just gonna die. Like, there's no way to get around it. <laughs> like, either we die, it blows up the station, we fall to the planet, which, we're dead. Like, <laughs> I was like... Yeah, I was no like, bottom. we're dead, and then, but I was just like, I didn't, I didn't want to say it. I was just like, it's D&D, like, let it roll, like, let's see, like, let's see what happens, and it was honestly like, I understood George that kind, like, well, not to that extreme, but I knew he was not happy, and then he also, and... Like maybe maybe his maybe his character I didn't know like as obviously we haven't known him long enough I was like maybe he's just an extremist like maybe, maybe George Deck takes things to the very the very brink of the extremes very <laughs> and uh, when it happened though I was like that's kind of what I've been thinking about yeah like if uh, if he's if uh, Alice survives he'll be a legend if not then still will be a legend and I was like well. Honestly, it kind of like it was good. It was a bittersweet thing because it's like D D. You love it because you never know what's gonna happen, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> it's like shit. You killed my fucking character. <laughs> and then,
0: yeah, His character for a year and a half. Also, two years
1: in I will head. admit, I was salty when he came back in and took took the armor. And that's the only thing I wanted. Like when he came in and took the armor, I was salty. She was like, "Hey, if if Alice my plan was if Alice survives, he's gonna stand up and basically be Darth Vader. He's gonna take the armor. He's gonna get the armor." be encased in it, because it didn't seem like it was, like, it just could fit one person. It seemed like it was, like, one of those, like, little nanite kind of armor things. Yeah, so I was, like, I'm gonna take his armor. It'll be Darth Atlas, and we're gonna, like, (laughs) and we're just gonna roll with it, but then he took the armor. He took everything. I was just, like, bro, even if Atlas survived, he's dead. Like, where is he gonna
0: go? What is he gonna do? (laughs) Like, yeah. he took he took the an yeah. amulet, which was a a compass, Bro, essentially, right. back to Fable I
1: actually I didn't know it was a compass. What I thought it was was literally something that Isaac was trying to throw at Atlas so it had gave him a better chance of surviving. I thought it was something that would give you advantage on death saving throws or something. So I literally was like Oh my God! You were actually just killing Alice. You're, I was like, you're just taking everything. <laughs> I, but I didn't say anything because I was like, it's d d. Like, I'm like, let them. Like, that's it's exciting though too. It's like seeing what the players want to do and like what their characters would do. And it's like, but in my head, I was like, I was like, you bastard! <laughs> like, I'm dead. <laughs> like, but I was like, that was yeah. man. It was bittersweet. It was great yeah. though to like, especially someone that like, um, I don't know, is like playing d d bunch and then just, just kind of. Doing what his character would do, and like what he wants to do, and it was great, good and bad. It was, <laughs> yeah,
0: taking taking the armor yeah, though. Was like, just, come like, on, bro! Like <laughs> the awareness of like, oh, this is this is not what players normally do. This is what players do, and that yeah. made it made it awesome. That he wasn't constrained by let's say the the meta mm-hmm. uh, unspoken rules. He just did what his character would do, and um, you know his character. Is I, I don't think his character is an extremist, but his character. Let's just say that their family, his entire planet, his his generations upon generations have essentially been ravaged by the side effects of the guild producing dragons, and it's morphed, um, morphed his his mm-hmm. his kin, and almost in a way that's like cancerous, right? And then he finds out that this is what's happening, and and it's kind of like this like boiling over of rage, I think, for him. And I think Jordan would have way rather preferred to stun, try and, like, do what he did, which was stun people. But I think either way, I'm kind of guessing here, but I think that he probably takes uh, Fable Gloom and the dwarves <coughs> and he's torturing the shit out of them. Like, I, I don't see... I don't think that Jordan or Jorstak really cared what happened to you guys in the end, it's like, oh I didn't mean mm-hmm. to do that. But but they're yeah, really know us. And yeah. So
1: just get dark, took my dark armor stuff. though, bro. Like that's all I wanted. <laughs> if Atlas survived, that was like I was like, it's gonna be Darth Atlas. Like it's gonna be a whole new um, it's gonna be a whole new change. That arm? It was sick. It was, was sick. Cool. Yeah
0: it is it, it it's a uh, fey armor sure. sick.
1: yeah sick i want it
0: even if i even if That's
1: i have a new going. character
0: i want it <laughs>
1: like i just,
0: <laughs> I just
1: <laughs> it just is so sick it's so edgy i liked it
2: maybe ray can get it Ooh. because she's currently in his captive darth ray and
1: so, dark burns.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something. <laughs> no, that was a joke. That's a bad joke. <laughs> uh, uh, that, speaking of jokes, that uh, aside from uh, Starlight, but yeah, Nathan, you sent me the trailer for the Dungeons and Dragons oh, movie yeah. coming out, and that that looks yeah so. Funny. I can't wait for it.
1: I want to see it. Awesome. Yeah. What is, I forgot when the release date uh, was.
0: Uh I didn't I didn't hmm. look at the release date. I was just more so like I'm pretty impressed with how it how it looked how it seemed like it was it looked pretty professional without being too good. like it was a perfect amount of like this is cool yeah, looking it and It was like a cool. mix. Pretty low. Like? Um oh go ahead. So Oh no, go for anything. No, me. I was gonna say you, you probably know like more.
1: All, all, all honestly all I was gonna say was something about it's like this thieves kind of thing, like these guys, these groups of uh, players, in a sense, or characters, are like basically thieves and they uh, had stolen something from the wrong person, basically. And now it's like they're trying to, I think they're trying to like fix the situation, but I couldn't. Yeah, it's like, an yeah, world or it's something, like a world like... ending, like a world ending catastrophe kind of thing. And they're trying to fix it. And it's like a group. It reminds me almost like Suicide Squad. It's a group of criminals almost it feels like or people that maybe not all criminals but like a group of people that are not the greatest of people at least most of them and they're just teaming up to beat the good guys
0: in a sense oh so he kind of like reminds me of uh squad luma in a way <laughs> yeah kind of actually they're copying us you know, again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, i'm play. <laughs> not quite heroes but kind of heroes
2: white villains yeah. either i mean we do what we want
0: <laughs> i do what i want <laughs> i don't know Do
2: like what interests us in the moment
1: we try to make it realistic yes. what humans or people would do yep yep and, we're not heroes but we're not villains yeah
0: and i mean yeah the byproduct of your actions people might call hero heroic or villain oh shit but Alice lost his planet.
1: Oh no! Cool. Alice gave the planet over to Gideus. <laughs> this is that's so many episodes. Yeah, no, I just popped in my head. I was oh like, "Wait!" God. I was like, "What happens to my planet?" And I was like, "Wait, I gave it to Gideas. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs>
0: um, Maybe
2: we all have a planet? <laughs> yes, that was sick. <laughs> the success in life. Okay, the laws got of got Alice, a planet,
0: Loxodon tradition. Her, her yeah, legacy. There we go. Yeah that and a statue um okay well but so mm-hmm. kind of circling back to like heroic or villainous do you guys feel like you're at a crossroads uh, obviously there's like a needing to come back together story and what does that look like but is there do you feel like you're you guys are at a crossroads with the whole tiamat bahamut thing with with that or do you guys see that potentially might be put aside if Atlas dies. Like, is there a greater story that you guys see yourselves going down? Or what's kind of the direction of of the the, the crew right now? I and mean, obviously it's to get back together at some point. But like, what's the greater story you guys see going on for you, your characters? To kill
2: Jorastak. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> that is the story. <laughs>
0: That would be pretty awesome. I, I did. I did text Jordan, and we were going back and forth about it. And I just, I did warn him. I was like, "You're gonna have to come back on because they are going to go after you." Yeah. He's like, "Bring them on." Definitely.
2: <laughs> yep. Killing Drawstack—that is that is Ray's single-minded mission at this point.
0: So Ray's convinced Atlas is dead.
2: Regardless of Atlas being dead, but especially if he's dead. She's mm-hmm. going after Dorostack.
0: So is is there a situation where she's you see her going back for Atlas? And oh, at least they recover his corpse.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Alice in that scene did everything he could to save Ray, and the least she could do was return the favor.
0: So can you I mean, elaborate obviously what we've seen over the arc of the first part of season two is Ray coming in, Ray being accepted into the group, being standoffish, but actually starting to build this kind of cool, beautiful relationship with Atlas. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk to me a little, talk to us a little bit about that? What, for you, what has it been like to play that out? Was that a conscious choice? Do you feel like, like, tell me a little bit about that, about that whole arc of Ray latching on to someone again. And creating a family yeah.
2: I think it felt like Atlas kind of wrapped his wing around Ray if you will and was like you're young you have a lot to learn let me teach you what I know um, and and Ray was eager to like have that wing of protection around her um, and so I think with that it's been fun to kind of see that almost I don't want to say bond, but like that it felt like a familial relationship form between the two of them. Um Yeah, so that's my thoughts there. Um and it, it does seem like Alice was willing to put his life on the line for line for Ray and she would be eager to to return the favor either by first going to save him or going to him to, like, meet back up and heal him if she could or to go see he's dead and go after Drawstock.
0: What was, like, the, for Ray? what was, like, the defining moment for her when she she was like, okay, I can actually not only just follow i don't want to give much i don't want to give too much of your backstory away not that there's like a ton to it um which gives us a lot of ground to play with it but let's just say more or less she was almost like prophesized to kind of like connect up with atlas mm-hmm. in after what happened on uh in duel and that's what led her to him but outside of that she, like you said there's there wasn't quite this relationship, but like, what was the defining moment if you had to go back and pick where like things really took a turn?
2: It was when Atlas made the dress for Rey
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> moment where it was like, okay, he cares more about me just not dying in a battle because I'm useful, but he cares about the date that I'm going to go on and he cares about who I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And that meant a lot to her.
0: Mm-hmm. Would you? Okay, so now on like a a broader level, for people who are who are playing D anD D, maybe who are beginners or she kind of struggle with like, you know, they're trying because not everyone plays D anD D and wants to have this like super serious narrative. But for those who do, is there anything that you would recommend as a player, like? were there any habits or conscious things that you did to help create this, um, ongoing story? Uh, or would you, was it very impromptu? Um,
2: it felt impromptu with like the clear, like consistency of Alice's character, like putting his wing around her, if you will. And so like in the moment, impromptu with understanding the broader theme of like Atlas adopting her as as, a, as kin, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and so the moment you realize that you were able to like lean into that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then there's a little bit of like kind of like what you said impromptu, which mm-hmm. requires the willingness to say your piece, but then allow. The moment for the other character to shine and like kind of step away from like making it all about you but making it all about what happens in the in between the exchange which Mm -hmm. requires a space for the other player to talk
2: yeah and i think that was especially interesting like shifting from mckenna being my character who took up a lot (laughs) of space physically and and mentally
0: oh you had like 20 minute monologues with mckenna oh
2: yeah versus with ray she's kind of like in the background figuring out how to plug in and where.
0: Yeah.
2: Alice, for you, was there a moment where you were like, okay, Ray can stick around. I like her.
1: Um I think it was just more I think the big thing for Alice initially, also too, after like first meeting, Ray was I know we didn't really go over it. It was kind of like a kind of like training arc kind of skip thing, but it was like how Clive and Ray were basically open to going through, like, the Kashin process almost, in a sense. Um, Mm. And then also just connecting with Ray, because that's been Ray and Alice, like, um, it's almost like... uh, Just kind of sticking to everything, and then I think just the time, like, just over time and everything, kind of... Alice was just kind of put her under, like... Yeah, you kind of say like her wing. I was gonna make a joke and be like, "Yeah, Alice's adopted child." <laughs> but yeah, I, honestly, kinda. it's not really a joke. It was kind of like, honestly, Alice saw. I think Alice saw Ray as like, because obviously too, Alice saw her as a lot younger than her. Because I'm pretty sure Alice is or was <laughs> um, older by quite a bit. Um. Mm-hmm. Just.
2: Kind of, How old is Alice? Uh, it's not was, still alive.
1: Yeah, I say. I mean, was poss- He was.
0: Uh, <laughs> he's um. Like, is he like either twenty eight or in his early thirties or something like yes, that? he is. Twenty seven.
1: Oh.
2: So he's no, probably twenty eight. Yeah,
1: I think he's twenty eight now. Probably After all the time, he's twenty-eight.
2: Did he have a birthday party?
1: No, we probably skipped over that. He doesn't. Did I, he doesn't celebrate.
2: Good. Out. What does Atlas do to celebrate? Nothing. Even just you on actually, his own? actually,
1: for the fans that actually want to listen and actually listen to the Q and As for pa- <laughs> you know Patreon and everything too, right? So how Atlas actually does his birthdays? It's, it's actually very uh, dark. Okay, it's very. It's not dark. It's just sad. So Atlas on his birthdays, if possible, you know the old. Uh, you like uh i think japanese people mostly do it but they like light the little like incense so he uh okay, yeah he likes an incense for his uh bow buddy and like has like the best bourbon or anything that he can like has it on hand and he takes like a like good moment or like long like hour or whatever to like just think back of all the like missions and whatnot is it
0: always raining on his birthday? Okay, no, that that's not that happy
2: <laughs> Sometimes he's in space. And like thunder in the background, and he's sitting on a on a hill nah. by himself, and you can see that would actually yeah. be a cool art the piece. Dark clouds mm-hmm. behind with the incense burning and the bourbon yeah. in hand, and Whoa. there's another bourbon on the other side. And he pours it, he, and he pours it rock. on the grave.
1: Yep, yeah. and then he asks, "Nicer go yeah. to." Real expensive cigar. Has one yep. burning. Actually, that's the incense. He has that cigar. He lights it, sticks it in the ground,
0: and then has his own, too. Mm-hmm. And the smoke rises yep. into the sky where it blends mm-hmm. into the clouds. And mm-hmm. the clouds look like they're in the shape of a okay. head. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <Bro.
0: laughs> All right.
2: What that, Alice's birthday looks
0: That, like. just saying, that'd be a cool-ass poster. Would. I don't mm-hmm. think my skills are that
1: high to do that, but...
0: I can always attempt yes. it, yeah. Yes. But yeah, so,
1: I say, yeah, that's how probably Alice his birthday it. is. But basically, he sees Ray as, like, almost... I think he's... No, not really as a child. He sees her as, like... Um. I think he started to see her, or... I don't know how to put it, basically. But, like, if he's still alive, then... I'd say he's, like, has started to see her as, like, a not really a successor, but someone that has potential to either move up, or also be someone that he can, like, closely trust, as, like, in the Kashin family, in a sense um, Mm -hmm. so that's why he kind of took her under, or, like, was trying to take her under his wing of, like trying to get her through the motions, because she seemed to be someone with, like, a troubled past, or somebody that seemed to be untrusting of a lot of people, um which Alice is also somewhat like, but he has the a little bit better ability, I think, to trust or like, or at least just not care until it's proven proven wrong, mm. and then. So he basically, I think, he just saw her as somebody that was young and up and coming, kind of recruited in a sense, and someone that he was becoming closer to. Almost had to like you see your. No, I don't want. I don't want to say. Because I don't want people to take it the wrong way. Not, like, subordinate, but somebody that was, like, starting out in, like, the Kashiyans. Obviously, she had her own past and own, like, combat skills. You could see that. But somebody that he could try to help to then maybe have a better life. Because she seemed like she was having, like, a crappy one. And then have some type of future.
2: Yeah. And then... Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Everyone knows, too, like, the whole... That's... Yeah, Alice with his comrades. That's the only ones that he really
0: do anything for but yeah he yeah dude that's been a cool character arc to watch Mm -hmm. for him because he was um in the beginning he he came off as rather Mm -hmm. one-dimensional but it's not that he was it's just that he was like closed off and he had a bunch of he had clive who stowed away who eventually proved his worth and his value as a friend and McKenna, who also just kind of forced her way in, and <laughs> seemed to like kind of bumbled them into problem after problem, <laughs> and she got them out yeah. of quite a few as well. But uh, it's been cool to see you develop Atlas and open him up and have this arc with him. Um, I love seeing that. Yeah. And that's probably one of the hardest parts for me of like knowing, okay, that the next time we play, we're gonna start with death rolls. Yeah. And it's like. I don't want that to be the end for him, but
2: Alice is not going to die.
1: Yeah, I doubt it.
2: I honestly I would have to
1: roll.
0: What is it? I have to roll. How do what do I need to roll?
2: Oh, 10.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's weighted in the player's favor again, because like you have to roll 10 and up for a success and then nine and down. Um, Yes, So it not its in his favor. For sure.
1: Yeah. So honestly, that uh, I'd roll, I'd have to roll it. pretty badly to uh, not survive. But
2: you'll survive. I'm it's just worried hard.
1: now, though. If I do survive, like, what is Alice anymore? He's like a mixed, melted, crisp.
2: Alice, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Alice is going to become a mean killing machine. He
0: already was, and he's
2: gonna direct it all at Georgetown. Oh.
1: Is he I'm is scared, he actually, what Alice or... would be if he, like, survives. <laughs> I don't know what what's going through his head while he's in this, like, near-death state, so...
2: Nothing. Well, I mean, he just got death. told about,
1: like, Tiamat, Bahamut, all these other things. Hey, he, don't he...
2: overthink it. But... <laughs> it's not a big deal. Like, there's just either Satan or Jesus coming, and it's all in your That's hands. what
1: I'm saying. What if Atlas just wants to uh,
0: unleash Tiamat?
2: Don't overthink it. Just let it (laughs) happen. What happens?
0: Okay, but seriously, though, you you know now, you now have an avenue to the group behind it all. And let's say Atlas survives. What do you see as being the future? Past the immediate, like, let's survive and whatever situation we're in there. What do you see? Let's say Atlas survives. What's the long haul? future game plan for this story from his perspective
1: i want to say just because it's me that i want tiamat <laughs> but um honestly i think he would probably just go into like trying to figure out also he has to recover so during that recovery time you're probably t- trying to learn a lot about that orga uh, fable glooms like organization and then also more about like tiamat and also or either bahamut and like, what will what Alice in his mind would be the solution to like maybe the universe or the whatever problem that he has in the moment? I mean, I mean, if he yeah. can gain the power of Tiamat, I mean you know, what I'm saying, then uh, yeah. And I think it all depends on like what happens next when he wakes up, if if and when does.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Honestly, yeah, I don't
1: see him dying it seems like you'd have to roll pretty bad to like not actually
2: that's incredible power for someone to have though oh yeah like the Bahamut versus mm-hmm. Tiamat and like it feels like to some degree the power's in your hands
0: so he doesn't know how to hatch yes. it But yes or awaken he, what if I eat it what if I eat it
1: Thought about, it I thought about swallowing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it would happen, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just
0: saying, it's a fat egg. Fat egg.
1: But uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's gonna be insane. Because honestly, how I thought about too is like, say the TML rat was like, what's the best way to get at the organization that Alice has been kind of like wanting to hunt down for so long, and now he's so close to it. What do you, does he want? The benevolent. God that'll save everyone? Or do you want the God of Destruction, basically? That can, he can just obliterate all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Everything. you're that a... he's ever loved. But if he valued. can control it,
1: it's just a tool.
2: They can't. But he
1: doesn't know. <laughs> if you could control a power...
2: I feel like Alice is smart enough to know that he can't control the equivalent of Satan.
0: But maybe
1: there's a way (laughs) who knows like honestly I I think it'll happen after his recovery time like learning more and more about it like he'll probably start learning Mm -hmm. like more stuff which whatever whichever one gets him to his end game will be uh, the better choice
0: so we're okay while this story's (laughs) happening Sam Clive is on his own journey and he's
2: inside somebody's head (laughs) yes you know I know he's him? inside
1: somebody's head. Is he just like chilling inside somebody's yeah.
2: head? Yeah, he basically was like, Oh, I'm just gonna want go <laughs> to walk inside their ear and then walk up inside their brain. And... This is
0: like Osmosis Jones right
2: uh, here. Yes. I In really world. hope
1: that he doesn't uh, go back to normal size and <laughs> inside <laughs> the person's
0: brain. No. He's he's currently hooked up via oh. like, like, matrix into someone's mind doing the whole alright we'll just leave it at right that right
1: I'll now. listen to it and
0: then I'll find out what's going on cause then that'll probably help yeah. me too with
1: when Alice survives when he's like where the fuck was Clive Hey, eh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> where was my where well, was my sniper <laughs> so he he is currently though doing this as a means of getting to where he needs mm-hmm. to go because some bad 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 luck befell him and his companion uh, Horace and they are currently trying to though Get to I believe XR three, so that way they can go to the. They're trying to go to the planet that um, Slosson wanted you guys to mm. go to, and uh, Clive's <laughs> gonna get there. And Slawson's gonna be like, "All right, you ready for that mission?" <laughs> Sam's gonna be Sam's gonna be like, "Wait, it's just me," because <laughs> you guys are on your own. Things just got completely yeah, killed. and. Which is awesome, because it's D and D though. Are you excited so. for that?
1: Whether or not Alice survives or not, like kinda kinda where the story's going. Do you have like a general ideas of a well, past that you think that you'll try to pursue?
0: Yeah, so uh, there's still gonna be this that overarching theme in the story. And uh, you guys can engage with it or not, and if you don't well <laughs> It'll still happen, which, which would be funny, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I honestly, I see you guys getting tied up in it though, or or close to. Um, I don't know where you guys are gonna pull, like pull the plug on the story, or like if you're gonna kind of delve all the way to the, the big bad guy, because uh, I think there's many levels where you guys could be satisfied with what you've done. Um, but as for the question of am I excited no I'm not a, I, I really want Atlas to survive because it, it was I was excited to share all that information <laughs> yeah. um, that would be real sad <laughs> yeah no and I, and I thought it was going to be a battle <laughs> I didn't think that everyone was going to almost die yeah. so but the, but you've told me the character you're going to play and that character is actually tied into the mm-hmm. bigger story so yeah, that's why i think it, either way the bigger stories end up mm-hmm. happening um so i'm excited about it either way and then plus fable gloom has three death saves to go through as well his hp uh dropped to uh he, he didn't take enough damage to outright kill him so we're going to be kind of rolling back and forth and you know if fable gloom survives and atlas is like and he's up before atlas is Fable Gloom's probably going to help atlas Mm -hmm. he can't so i really think it's weighted in your favor for atlas to survive honestly no
1: honestly there's a that's what i'm saying there's a low percent chance with rolls and also yeah if it Gloom survives then i'm not too worried we're just gonna have Darth atlas Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's
0: gonna be awesome and and if atlas survives i think there's gonna be an interesting character that hasn't been around in quite a while that'll come back and i think will that'll intrigue you uh, specifically, hmm. you, Nathan. Um, oh, I already know. I yeah. already, I already I know. Be who. guessing on who it is. I already know who? who.
1: Astrid. Who is it? Why do you think it's because it's just a character from the past that I feel like made a small connection with Alice, but also I don't know has connections.
2: Alice wanted it
1: to be a bigger connection. I mean astrid i mean yeah Astrid.
2: he wanted this
1: yeah she had she was a uh i've been just actually i was just talking to somebody about what was tiefling that's the race right i was just talking about something i couldn't think of the name for the race for some reason it mm-hmm. was a tiefling he's she a fine was tiefling
0: deep. yep yep it was what
1: implies she's mm-hmm. dead i've been told by my friends that i'm into and she's not hot toxic women so that's probably why that's probably why I uh, got so attached to Astrid so quickly. You shouldn't put this uh, on. That's true. On air, I yeah. forgot that. I, 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 for a quick ladies, second I thought that we were just talking. Nathan, like <laughs> a Nathan, playing.
2: ladies is into hot.
0: No, I'm not. So take that as you will.
2: And applications can be no. submitted to Nathan Coom no. at hotmail.com. Okay, uh,
0: so I don't have every cop player every cosplayer of Harley's
1: friend is of not gonna have to I actually for a yeah. quick second forgot we were recording when I started talking about that.
0: That's awesome man. That's I mean this is it's back this is just a yeah. chat. This is a chat about what we is coming, what we things we I mean enjoy. Yeah, I'm excited either way. Uh, Whether Alice survives or not I'm excited. So what was the um for me as I'm like trying to craft, like, some good moments for the future, what were your guys' most, like, what were your guys' most memorable parts of, let's say, Season 2?
1: Um, it might be because it's fresh in my head, but I'd say, honestly, Alice's like, saving right thing kind of reminded me of my moment of, like, with the Jaws thing with the worm. It kind of gave me that whole, like, same vibe or feeling. Because it was nice to be able to actually do something. Like, in that situation, not just have Ray die. Ray would 100% just die. Like, Alice only has a chance of surviving because he was raging, and he's a barbarian. But... Right. I don't know if she has anything that could get out of it. Rogues are... Rogues are broken. I don't know. She may have had something <laughs> to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's s- so many... Somebody. There's so many good moments. Oh, oh yeah, so many outs. That. But the, uh... I love rogues too, before anyone thinks that I hate them. I love rogues. But the, um, but yeah, I'd say that was a... I mean, yeah, it's fresh in my head. That's probably why. But that was like a super memorable... I think that's going to stick with me, kind of like the
0: whole Jaws moment. And is, I think too, part of it is giving the opportunity to be like heroic. Like, I mean, that's part of the reason why we play the game is to like have moments to co- do cool things that you can't mm-hmm. do in real life. Um, and uh, you know that's a piece of advice that I got as a as a DM um, was, you know, even if it quite doesn't quite fit into the way the rules work, but if you can give the player the moment to make it either or option, you know, either either one is a sacrifice, but if they can be a hero in that moment, and they want to do that, let them. And, uh... Because, like, it was Ray or you, and... Yeah. Either way, it's devastating. Either way, like, a lot of stuff's been lost. Destroyed. <laughs> <So> ruined. <sad. laughs> mm-hmm.
2: You know what moment stands out? Um Is the start of season two when we were being dropped from the airplane, mm-hmm. or the equivalent of an airplane, and having to fight the, um hydras the hydras on the way down um and like the quick like ray shoots and the hydras respond and then the boat the the paper boat opens and just like how cool that scene was um yeah that was a cool one
0: that's your favorite moment
2: it might I mean, be it's, like it's an awesome moment visually appealing yeah um and then I just think the whole like capro
0: Caporabe.
2: Ro- Nathan, can you try to say the it kappa? too? The says. <laughs> <capa> ro- <laughs> yeah, that whole arc was mm-hmm. really fascinating as well. Um whoa, and whoa. I loved um oh gosh, what was his name?
0: Artixus. Mm-hmm.
2: Artixus. I loved that character as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was the most uh, role role-playing guest that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, with Spencer being a close second. I don't with know. Sir.
2: Jorstack was pretty into it.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, Jordan has such an interesting way of, of role-playing him. Mm-hmm. But um, so you said the whole Capo Arbate arc was like really inter- interesting to you. What? If you could break down what elements of it made it like an intriguing, fun first arc of season two, could you, like, what would those be? If you were going to give, like, say, like, hey, future GM or DM, here's the things that made a great arc. What were those things for you in that?
2: Well, it was like a whole history that was under this established city that nobody knew about. Okay. Okay. Which was fascinating. Um, and so is it like
0: a mystery of that? Or just having the, the world it's like, like that?
2: It's like a mystery within the known. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It made that really fascinating. And then... It felt like there were a, there was a lot at stake. Um, like if we didn't succeed... That town was going to be ne- demolished. Mm-hmm. Um, and And like our success... Allowed us to like become more established with the um machine. um, yeah. So I think the stakes, the mystery within the known, and like giving us the opportunity to be heroic was really a great, um, kind of takeaway from that arc. Okay, yeah, I like that one I'm a lot. Writing that down, writing that down. No. What did you think of that arc, Alice? I
1: was just thinking that when you said the visually thing, I I knew I couldn't forget. But when Alice had his whole like gator slash shark moment of like glistening into the water when he came out, I had to mention that. That was
2: perfect. Well, Alice's fight scene, the underground. Mm, that was yeah, good.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I do remember that.
0: That and then going to see the the black oh, lady. Oh yeah, shirt. the. Yeah. Uh, why am I forgetting her name? Yeah, Sword Griever. Yeah, she was sick. Gosh,
1: lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was sick, too. Yeah, I think the coolest thing about like the also a lot of stuff in the second season, we got to learn what fascinated me or like me as a player. I think was the most part was that learning about the world itself. So, like, learning how a lot of, a lot of things run in the world, um, or like a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff of not really behind the scenes, but like kind of like more world bin- building in the sense of, like, there's all these things that we just don't know. And, like, makes sense that, like, not... If if you're not, like, a person that... You know, explorer or mercenary or somebody that gets off of your own planet or, like, whatever, you're not going to learn any of these things. And then, uh... Mm-hmm. So, and it also just... I don't know, it was a cool... Because it added also some fantasy stuff to it, just, like, classic fantasy stuff, too. A lot of, like, the game, it felt like... Um, with the kappa, and then excuse me, and uh, just like the whole like m- like uh, not really mythology, but the whole like lore behind like the dragons. That's when we started learning more and more about that and the connection with that. And it, yeah, it was just it was great in that sense. Plus, I mean, it sucks that I couldn't become Poseidon, but it was
0: yeah just been you've been denied on all yeah, your. My, honestly throughout this whole I feel like everyone should know at
1: this point yeah I just I just want a dramatic like power up you know <laughs> like I'm looking for like, I got I was trying to become Poseidon and then Taken. Tiamat like <laughs> yeah, like ruined. Darth Atlas like there's so many things but there's <sighs> sooner or later though it'll happen it'll happen I can feel it man
2: Wait, 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 wasn't your big power-up becoming a Tarrasque?
1: Okay, I mean, that's... Like, yeah. accidental. I mean, I want to choose my power-up.
2: <laughs> like, that kind of, like, do you, like, maybe you don't want a big power-up. But up. I do,
1: because then I had to fight that. I had to fight whoever's making those things. And if, if, they, if they have an army oh, yeah. of Tarrasques, I need to become... I need an army of Hydra... <laughs> I think Hydras get I know. crushed by his harassing I know, time. but
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I need And so that's why Either Bahamut or Tiamat, big dragon Big mama dragons
2: You serious oh, yeah. there He was like laughing And then it was like, that's why Bahamut or Tiamat
1: yeah. I need big mama dragons, I need something Man. to back me up picture, picture Alice on the back of some Massive World Universe level Aragon. Yeah, some universe level dragon, either with multiple heads or Bahamut or whatever, just flying in, just destroying or saving whatever you know, whatever happens. But like, oh great, it would be it's so be so dramatic. I love it. I love I love dramatic fantasy stuff. It's it's great. Everyone knows Mm -hmm. that though. Oh
0: oh well, (laughs) I just this mid year break came with the, the perfect dra- drama so no i think you guys going to get the opportunity for all of that um honestly for me I, like my favorite part was all of the was the arc back at um back at at home base where you, you know you and clive went with uh Guinevere mm-hmm. on that date the quote unquote date ray got to know crees the fight nights, all of those things where the oh, characters yeah. came to life. Um Good night. But I for me, as, I think as most dreams feel, they're just watching a movie. So I got this like like I know how badass your characters are, but I don't know much about your characters
2: mm-hmm. on a personal
0: level, so I got to watch that unfurl and it was like watching a movie, which was great. That was fine. Gotta give credit. So and I I think it gave like audience more buy in into you guys. So I'm glad we did that. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, giving credit oh, to yeah. the DM. Like,
1: obviously, it's, it's your world, so obviously, I'm just, we're just playing in it. It's been great. That's kind of why I love about this whole thing. Also, that's just D and D too. But obviously, like, not not trying to kiss ass, but like, that's the one thing I've like realized with that, like Isaac is, uh, just the world itself, and then even like splitting up, like our whole split up thing, and then even when. Cause I've it's so funny to see. I feel so bad sometimes, but like you, I see Isaac have like a ton of stuff on the sides, <laughs> just ready to go. <laughs> and then something goes a different direction, and he, but he's like, either improvises or like has it pl- like has a, all these things planned out. I don't know about him, but it's like has all these things basically ready or like can prepare or like improvise to like make the story still flow and everything. So it's it's good as a player. I don't feel like I never felt like anything was, like, at a, like, an awkward stop. Like, it never felt like I was, like, never felt, one, it never felt like we were forced into something, and it also never felt like we as players had to, like, I mean, obviously the players have a big impact on it, but, like, it, didn't, it never felt as if we as players had had to, like, force, like, another interaction or another thing or, like, the next thing. It was always, like, flowing really nicely. I had to give credit to Isaac for that, yeah, because I know... That would be yeah. pretty difficult. I mean, I don't know, but it would be, I'm assuming it would be very difficult.
0: Agreed. Well, you guys are welcome to run again <laughs> at some point if you want.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you do. I like making characters. That's yeah. about it.
2: <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. Ethan, when you come up mm-hmm. in September, I'll run again. Okay.
1: What? Oh. Deal. Okay. That. It's now recorded.
2: The, the <laughs> trade, though. The trade, though, is I'm going to give you an opportunity in that game to roll. Oh God! <laughs> and you have to. I do want to
1: scare neighbors or nothing, okay?
2: <laughs> we okay. Are, yeah, I mean, our no, no, no. no, no. Our neighbor no, 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 actually no.
0: died, so we don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what
2: <laughs> it's true. Okay. Is that the deal? I will ah. run the game. If in the game. You
1: roar. Oh, I'm gonna make a fool out of myself. I gotta like practice.
2: Feel? Uh... <laughs> Can you record yourself? <laughs> no, please? I'm not recording. That's a practice. <laughs> I imagine like a roar, <laughs> roar, roar.
0: Uh... Oh God.
2: Uh... I think that's a wrap, guys. <laughs> no, we'll see you next time, guys.
0: <laughs> <We'll, yeah.
2: laughs> hey, 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 before we Is that a deal? <sighs> I run a game. And in that game, Atlas roars. I'm really the one whose reputation's is more on the Wait, line. Alice. Here. All you have to do is roar.
0: Are you running this game on mic?
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You have to roar. Oh, let's <laughs> do it. I'll, I'll, no,
0: hey, honestly, I'll. Sure.
1: It's gonna be, uh, Isaac's okay. gonna have to do some beautiful audio work that he always does. and <laughs> now Courtney's doing the audio work this time. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, okay,
2: uh, no. I'll, 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 I'll do uh, open
1: my mouth really wide and then Isaac just, you know, inserts.
2: <laughs> <the sound. laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put in the like worst horror of all time.
2: I can't believe that I just agreed to and play a game. I'm like kicking myself now. It's all recorded,
0: and that's a wrap, folks. Uh, guys, thank you for uh, joining us for this backstage. Just really, just chat about everything that's happened. We appreciate you coming by, listening to the show. You make it so fun for us to play. I mean, it was fun playing already, but it's awesome knowing there are others who enjoy the story. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, And we will be back in a month, month and a half. And until then...
2: See you later, Spacers. See you
0: later, Spacers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Starlight. If you enjoyed this, please like, share, subscribe. For early releases, exclusive RPG content, and other bonus material, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com starlight starlightadventures. And to reach us for questions to be aired, email us at thestarlightadventures at gmail.com. See you next Tuesday, Spacers.